welcome to Hillside Dion, a podcast where I, Taylor Cox, invite guests to discuss and debate unpopular opinions they're so passionate about, they'd be willing to die on a hill over it. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to another episode of Hills I Die On. Some deeply exciting news of the day is that we are now all over the social medias. Uh, you can follow the official Hills I Die On graveyard on Twitter at Hills I Die On and on Instagram at Hills I Die On podcast. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter slash Instagram at I'm Taylor Cox or pay your respects to our fallen soldiers by heading over to Apple Podcasts and leaving us a five star review and a nice comment. That's all that's welcome there. Thank you very much. Uh, what a day. So now that we've gotten the housekeeping out of the way, uh, let's get into the real excitement of the hour. Today is the most wonderful day on the podcast because today we've got a very, very wonderful human in our midst. She is a writer actor for projects like Santa Clarita Diet and Corporate and Maya and Marty and her extremely viral web series that she wrote and starred in Adult Wednesday Adams. She's so dang funny and ridiculously talented and I am deeply jazzed to help her die on this hill today. Please welcome to the podcast melissa hunter hi hi thank you so much for having me i'm so happy that you're here truly in in your beautiful rent control department i know we really have had some i'm so thrilled to know that you also have that type of deal yeah i mean you're it's it's a prison of your own making but it's also (laughs) your castle absolutely Um, like so thrilled to be here everything's falling apart but like your landlord hates you and just tries to like smoke you out in any way possible 110 percent. but also two bedrooms oh i have a minus just one bedroom you're also in west hollywood which is like so dreamy yeah it's very central yeah yeah. um not as cool certainly Mm -hmm. as your neighborhood but uh i feel like maybe 10 years ago it was considered cool and when i moved here it was like oh like everyone's young but now all of a sudden there's just kids everywhere and i was like when did that happen and i was like oh it's just we all grew up oh yes everyone who thought they were cool grew up and now there's stroller central my sister lives in london and uh she lives in an area that they call like the area is filled with yummy mummies <laughs> and it's like fancy young moms with like strollers and stuff. Cool. That's exactly. We have mm-hmm. Ivanhoe right down the block and it's oh, like uh-huh. anytime I try to like walk to coffee in the morning, it's just like trendy mom, trendy child, like trendy stroller, like yeah. slash trendy nanny. Let's be right. clear here. Just everywhere. The youths have migrated. Yeah, they, they want wouldn't no part tell of us. Fearless, definitely. <laughs> I'm definitely not part of whatever group is uh, spearheading that movement. No, That's no, for sure. me neither. So you just got back from New York. I did. Yeah. Um, I worked on, uh, which has now been announced. So I'm allowed to talk about it. It was Drew Barrymore is doing a talk show. So awesome. Um, so she, and I worked with her on Santa Clarita Diet, obviously. Which is like so cool that she brought you over. Yeah. It was like when Drew Barrymore calls you, you answer the phone and you say yes. (laughs) What a dream. Uh, I know. Uh, hi, Melissa Drew Barrymore. I mean, she didn't actually call Drew. I know. (laughs) Her producers, but sure, sure, I, sure. I imagine I like one day yeah. she was just like, call. "Hi, it's Drew." I feel like I'm being punked. That's enough. Yeah, that's yeah, amazing. Yeah. But it was very fun. It, I've had a couple of New York jobs, and it's always like you 
I was unemployed for a little bit and it's like, then all of a sudden you have to, uh, you get a job and you have to move that day across the country. It's, like that's the only way this industry works. A hiatus is like such a cruel joke. Like it yeah. sounds like such a nice thing to end a job and be like, Oh, I have a month off. But like in that month you're like, well, I may never work again. Yeah, and, absolutely. And the second you find out you have a job, there's no time to enjoy. No, no, no. You, there's no time to celebrate. No. When I went, when I got my Marty, I literally had to move that day I like gave my cat to my mom and like tried to do laundry and the laundry machine wasn't working and I burst into tears because <laughs> no. I had to get on a red eye that night that's um, crazy yeah. for Monday work yeah it was on a I it was a very whatever crazy day story it was, it was yeah, whatever yeah. day it was the deal closed and they were like and you have to show up at work tomorrow that is bananas yeah I mean like so exciting because it like what a, another cool job yeah but I mean like, it was amazing yeah. <laughs> but it was just like you have no time to feel good about it you're That's just so immediately stressed the only time this worked in my favor ever was I found out that I got Abby's last year yeah at the airport on my way to a trip like I was going to Italy and I oh was like so nervous I was like I miss it. it was for a wedding and I was like I'm missing part of staffing season this is like such a dumb idea for me to be going but like we already booked it and I didn't know and then it literally hit like 10 minutes before we boarded and I was like this is a miracle so for two what weeks a dream. it was so dreamy That's, it'll never happen again I've, let's be clear I've always dreamed of that scenario I feel like every job I've ever gotten started the next day yeah and <laughs> I have a one friend who just got a job and it starts like I think in a few weeks and I'm like to go do something yes. this is the best time of your 100%. life when you're free and you know a job always. is coming and it's always what always ends up happening too is if you have a couple days you're like well I put off doing all the doctor's appointments that I could have done for the three months I was unemployed yes. and now <laughs> instead of like enjoying this like I've got like six dermatology appointments like uh-huh. uh, gotta hit up the guy now like there's like oh it's yeah maintenance maintenance yeah. galore for those 24 hours mm-hmm. but that's not what we're here to talk about no today. no we're here to talk about a hill that I feel very deeply about and I am oh, very excited to get Mm -hmm. into would you please tell us what that hill is yeah the surprise parties are always a bad idea amazing and the term you used for me which i loved was that they are gaslighting yeah the surprise parties are gaslighting terrible ideas i want to defend surprise parties so badly just by the nature of the podcast you can't because they're They're gaslighting bad ideas they're awful and just for those those that don't know gaslighting will you define that for us yeah it's like um gaslighting is making someone believe something that is not true that is not their what they believe to be true so you're like making them feel crazy because what they believe to be true you are telling them is incorrect um and that's exactly what they are yeah exactly what they are oh my god okay let's get into it yeah i mean i just want to start preface Mm -hmm. by saying that like I think it's a very nice idea, like th- that you want to throw your loved one a surprise party that is like very thoughtful and kind, Sure, but the road to hell is paved with good intentions, <laughs> you know? And it's like, ultimately it is like, at what, to what end are sure. you doing this? And I want to also specify that I'm talking specifically about birthday parties. Yes. I think anniversary parties for your parents, your retirement parties, engagement parties, those are different. Okay. Because oh, interesting. they are, they don't have as many expectations sure. set with them. Birthday parties, surprise birthday parties, I believe are the problem because a birthday is something that's very personal, right? Yeah. You know, like 
it's your own personal New Year's that no one else yeah, has. You're but at your you. most vulnerable. Yeah. And it's like you you want certain things for your birthday and you don't want certain things for your birthday. Sometimes, you know, let's break it down. You either want a party. Mm hmm. Or you don't want to party and either <laughs> are correct. It's your fucking birthday. Can yes. I swear on this podcast? Of course. Go for it. It's your fucking birthday. <laughs> if you don't want a party, don't have a party. And if you want one, throw a party or totally. ask your friend to throw you a party, yes. whatever you want. So if you are the person that is deciding, no, no, I am going to be the controller of your birthday destiny and the person that you're throwing the party for, I'm just going to say it in terms of partners because I think it's easier that if your partner doesn't want a party mm -hmm. you are explicitly going against their wants and needs totally to prove to them that they question mark that they want a yeah, party you're making it about you you're making it about you you're like pushing expectations and wants onto them yeah, you're projecting what you want for your birthday onto somebody who explicitly told you otherwise yes and i have an example of that oh, of what we'll get back okay. to <laughs> um and if they do want a party what you are doing is you have to act like you don't care about their wants and needs, that you don't think they're good enough or popular <sighs> enough or loved enough to have a party. And you have to actively lie to them about how you're feeling about their wants and needs so that you can trick them. This yeah. is all a bunch of trickery. It's so mean spirited. And that is like the key gaslighting element of yes. like you are doing all this work behind the scenes. And in order to do this one moment of surprise, you have to convince them that you don't love them as much as you love them, that you don't care about them or Ugh. attend to them as much as you are secretly doing. And then this birthday, the person having their birthday has to sit for days, weeks, thinking that people don't love them. That's the part that blows my mind the most is that it feels like the person throwing the surprise party think that this like two hour party is going to make up for like yes. a full week of like making this person feel unloved. Yes. And it is wild to it's me crazy. it is fully wild to me again even if it's the nicest intention of being like yes. they're gonna be so happy mm -hmm. you're completely neglecting the fact that they are feeling so sad and so miserable For right weeks, now probably. Yes. they might even be considering breaking up with you totally. because you're like i told him i wanted a party and he's saying <laughs> i think we should just go to a dinner you and me yeah and also like the friends have to be in on it too yep. so if you if you're oh, the birthday so person you're like i'm texting my friend taylor being like do you want to come maybe meet for drinks and what do you have to say taylor and i'm obligated to say no i'm not available yeah. on your birthday to make you feel like every single one of your friends and loved ones that you hope to be there to celebrate won't do, do not it. care yeah and have better things i think the one way that a lot of people think that they can pull this off by not hurting their feelings mm -hmm. is creating the diversion sure. right yeah it's like the other thing that they're doing mm -hmm. to celebrate their birthday and that is a huge mistake <laughs> because for the person that wanted a party and you are saying, no, no, we're going to do something better than a party. Yes. <laughs> and so maybe you have, maybe you tell them what it is. Maybe you're saying, oh, we're going to do the other thing. I want to use this example of my friend for her 30th birthday. Her husband threw a surprise party. Mm -hmm. Very nice couple. Her, the husband is a very good man. Uh, uh, <laughs> we'll preface with for that. a lot of prefacing. <laughs> and so we all came over to their house. They were out to dinner, came back, surprise, it happened. Um, oh, by the way, when you have a surprise party, all anyone wants to know the whole time is, 
were you surprised? Like yeah, that's so the true. only question you get the whole night. And you're like, I don't, it's just one moment in my life. Um, <laughs> But and the answer so, is either like, yes, I was deeply sad for a week or no, I knew. And yeah. thank God I knew. So this feels like nothing. And to if me. you knew everyone's like mad at you yeah. and, <laughs> and like, it's the smugness of like, we did it. Are you happy with us? It's like, everyone just expects you to be super like, gracious for this thing you didn't ask for. <laughs> so my friend came to the party and I was talking to her and I was like, were you surprised? And she was like, yeah, I really didn't know. Cause my husband said I, we were going on a trip. And I was like, oh, he's like, yeah, that's how he tricked me. He's like, we were going out to dinner tonight and then we're going to go on a trip tomorrow. Wait, that's crazy. Wait, it gets worse. So she was asking a lot of questions. It was like, oh, it's a surprise. And she's like, well, how long are we going to be gone? And he said, uh, five days. Too long. Um, <sighs> and she said, well, should I bring a bathing suit? And he said, yes. Oh. And oh no! And she had mentioned, I guess, earlier that year that she really wants to go to Hawaii, and so she was convinced that she was going no. to Hawaii. So at that party, she found out that she wasn't going to Hawaii, and instead having a party with thirty of her friends at her that house. That is the most poorly. Oh, that's <laughs> so dark. That is truly so sad. I had a friend do that with an engagement, and we had oh, to have a no. full conversation about it because it wanted to be a surprise party engagement. It wasn't nearly. Okay. this bad but it was one of those things where they were like okay I'm gonna tell her we're going to this like crazy Chrissy Teigen event and we were like okay you gotta stop though because she would be thrilled to do this yeah. and even though she's gonna be extra thrilled to Good like job. be getting proposed to there's definitely gonna be a moment of like but are we gonna go <laughs> like are we gonna go you know yeah. what I mean it's like a weird thing of like don't get them excited yeah. No. yeah but then at the other end of the spectrum if they are completely miserable with the alternative yes. then you're doing the other thing so yes. there's no winning there's no winning oh, no. I hope that couple got to go to Hawaii. Have they ever gone or did I they break up? No, oh, no they're, they're together. They're still together. Okay. I don't know if they did. That's a good question. Okay. I will ask If her. they're listening, he owes her a whole Hawaii Yeah, he trip. certainly does. A little bit. The other, I, <laughs> so I've had one surprise party. Oh, really? When I was a kid. Also, wait, real quick. Did she pack? Did she pack? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, she must have. She must, and you're like, making a woman pack. Yeah, that's like, crazy. What a horrible thing to like, do. And you're then making she just, her like, sadly unpack. Totally. Her, like sarongs right. and big, big straw hats. Totally. Like I would have uh, done like a full Target run for like everything I needed. Like yeah. there would have been so much preparation going into this. Like I would have made an itinerary. Like a oh, sweet man just did not. Poorly. He was in over his also, head. Also, did she arrive? to the surprise party dress for the airport because that's the other thing no well that's the other problem yeah. but you because you have to create some sort of scenario where they dress nicely right but also like especially for a woman it's like you want to dress a certain way for a birthday party yes. and the closest pe people usually do is like a dinner totally but it's like if you're just going to dinner with your husband you're not yeah. gonna dress the same like there no. might have been a special dress that you wanted totally the other thing that i think i'm digressing but that's key is um, the guest list. Totally. I think as much as you know a person, you do not know who they do and do not want at a party, whether you accidentally invite like two exes or, <laughs> you know, like people that you used to be on a sketch team with 10 it's years so ago true. and you haven't seen. And now it's weird. <laughs> like just you just don't or you forget a whole swath of people or you invite one person and you're like your work friend group and not all of them. hundred percent. It's, like, it's very hard to predict who someone actually totally. wants at their birthday. I feel like the whole idea 
idea of surprise party like falls on this like really false idea that someone knows you so well that yeah. they know everything like exactly how to make the most perfect day for you yes and that is both crazy and not yeah. real and idealistic and you know what's way sexier than that communication yes <laughs> saying what you want yes. and like being able to do it together if someone throws me a party and is like i'm gonna do this for you I would here's love that amazing here's some ideas i had here's yeah. a here's a list i made up for you if you yeah. want to like do i would be like That's this what, is the nicest thing ever yeah like, my boyfriend for my birthday this year like and we do this usually for each other is like I'll give him my list of people that I want to invite. Yeah. And like, you know, this year was a lot smaller than I usually totally. do. Cause I just felt like a lot to invite like, a, you know, yes. all the, the entire comedy community. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, and it was like, he, we've talked about a theme and all this stuff. And it was just like, really nice that he took care of it. Yes. But also that I had a little bit of control. That you knew over what it. was going to happen. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so I wanted to talk about my, Surprise yes, birthday party. Um, so I was seven or eight. Uh -huh. um, and my, my, I think it was that my mom and sister took me out to breakfast. Mm -hmm. And that was when all my like school friends came over. And they had told me that I was going to go that day to Universal Studios. <laughs> and so I walk in the door after breakfast talking about Universal oh, no. Studios and how excited I am. I had always wanted to go. Aww. And then everyone jumps up and shouts surprise. And then the mean girl in my class walks up to me and says, guess you're not going to Universal Studios and laughs. And no. I burst into tears and was like inconsolable. Oh, no. And my poor parents, it's just like. Right. Who were like, we didn't realize this was like such a like lifelong dream. Yeah. We thought this was just going to be like a quick diversion. But that's the <laughs> risk of the diversion. It is. You know? Oh, that's um, so bad. I had one about that age as well. Oh, yeah. And mine. I was so clueless. Uh, it was like a week before my birthday, so I wasn't thinking anything was going to happen. But my mom told me that we were going Christmas tree shopping. Aww. And I was such a little bitch. And it was really cold outside and like fully blizzarding. And I was like, no, this is crazy. Why are we going <laughs> Christmas tree shopping? Like, it's horrible outside. Uh -huh. And my mom was like, well, we're going. We're going as a family. We're going right now. And I was like, absolutely not. I had a full on conniption, like throwing a tantrum, <laughs> like the worst person in the world. Till finally my mom goes, fine. How about we go pick up your friends and go have a birthday party? And I was like, oh. <laughs> and I remember being like, okay, that sounds better. But then feeling so ashamed oh, no. because I was like, oh, I'm such a dickhead. How old were you? Probably like nine. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Young enough, old enough that like I was being a, I was being a total dick. Like yeah. I should have been, mm -hmm. not been such an asshole, but like young enough where I was just like, oh, I'm so ashamed. Like, that's so nice. But like, I was having a full meltdown yeah. about a Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's the other problem that brings me to another point is like, when you are the person doing the surprise, not only do you have to like trick them into thinking you don't love them, but you have to be a dick to them. You yes. have to be super controlling. Totally. So I have thrown one surprise party. Oh, you have? Yes. It was for my parents' anniversary two years ago. It was the okay. 40th wedding anniversary. Uh -huh. And this was a big lesson for me where I 
my parent, well, first my mom said, you know, when my, when it was, uh, my parents 40th anniversary we threw them a big party and I had to say okay mom well that was that was you I like had to be <laughs> yeah. a dick it was not it didn't Aww. go over well uh so me and my sister planned this but my sister lives in London so she couldn't come out for it but I like you know got all my family and we had this we had it at our uh, family friend's house who has like a big house and and it's out in Malibu and so me and my boyfriend like I was losing my mind about like this whole, the whole planning thing. I had to deal with like my aunts and uncles and cousins and like all of this coordinating. I have to go out to Malibu in the morning and like help my friend, my family friend, like, cause I'm not going to just like you do it. Yeah. So me and Jeremy went out there in the morning and then we had to pick up my parents. And the plan was we were going to go to this restaurant in Malibu where we used to go and, uh, stop at Charmaine's, the family friend, uh, for, for a champagne toast. And then Charmaine would come. Mm -hmm. And, and then my mom was like, I'm just running late. Let's just not stop at Charmaine's. And I'm like, no, we got to, I'll push the reservation. I don't want to like dry. It's out of the way. You guys just like, let's just go straight there. We'll tell Charmaine to meet us. I'm like, no mom, we need to go there. And she like (laughs) yelled at her. And then her friend was calling as we were driving and like, and this is a long drive to Malibu and man, and it's one of her best friends. And and I was like, why is he calling? Don't pick up the phone. I started like, cause I was worried he was going to ruin it. Surprise. Totally. And like, it was, and I was just such a dick to my mom all day, but was really controlling and it was just exhausting and not worth it. Oh, that's such a bummer. And then when it happened, I mean, they were very excited, sure. but they were like bewildered. Totally. And I'm sure she was probably, a part of her was probably like, oh shit. I was like, being difficult today and they did this nice thing and so then part of it is tainted because you feel guilty yeah and I think she was probably a little mad at me that I didn't throw her a party and so it's just this weird dynamic and then in the end I think they would have just enjoyed much more had I told them I want to throw you a party you guys don't have to do anything just show up that I it would have been much better for our relationship instead you're you're delivering relief instead of joy right like you're yes, literally giving somebody point. like you're you're making them be like oh my god i'm so grateful that i'm not being gas like like i'm yeah. so grateful i'm not crazy that my children do care about me yeah. enough to celebrate me in the way that i kind of explicitly asked yes. for you know what i mean <laughs> and like you're like oh okay great so you're not getting joy you're just no. getting relief yes it's such a bummer yeah and i feel like it was the first half of it was them being like oh i guess this has happened like they couldn't even enjoy it right and i feel like the other thing is you you do so much in when you're throwing it and behind the scenes yes. that by the end of it you are expecting this gratitude totally. that like is shitty ultimately totally like a hundred percent it's not something that they asked for or no. that they wanted no but it or maybe they wanted but sure. like and then you then it's just all about you totally the other thing that like and i know again i'm supposed to be playing devil's advocate here mm-hmm. but like when it comes to parties i love the anticipation like yeah. i think like when something special is coming up being able to like be excited about it is like half the joy and yes. being like like I, i'm gonna pick my outfit and maybe i'm gonna go get my hair done for yeah. something fun like that and i get to like know it's coming up and like have something to look forward to mm-hmm. after a long work week yeah and like you miss out on especially with something like a trip like yeah. if that is 
if that is what's happening you, you get the build-up and that's like a lot of the joy yeah I think so and then it's just like a weird whirlwind that feels like a fever dream and 100%. people had to work really hard to do it totally I honestly feel like surprise parties are essentially pranks yeah and in my opinion pranks are like the lowest common denominator of comedy pranks are bad they are pranks are the worst I hate them they're mean-spirited and like just it's it's everyone else is in on it but you and that's what that's exactly what it is it's it's, I mean it's you said it perfectly it is literally gaslighting it is making someone feel insane and then you're essentially the butt of the joke because you were tricked but it's for you so you have to then be grateful to to have been tricked it but yeah it blows my mind when I was talking about this podcast with my friend she was like oh did you not know about my surprise party horror story. Oh no. So it's like just casually mentioning yes. it. You hear the horror story totally. co- coming in. Uh, so this is one in the category of someone who did not want to party. Oh no. So it was her birthday like a year ago and she was feeling really weird about it. Was like single and sure. like had job stuff, whatever, just like wanted it to be really low key. Yeah. She wasn't told- feeling great with where she was at that point yeah. of the year. And it's just, she just wanted to do something simple. Totally. And she decided that she wanted to like have dinner with her, like two of two or three of her girlfriends, one of her friends cooks or whatever. Amazing. And like, just at like in sweats hang out and she has a winter birthday and she loves to ski. So she and her brother went to big bear for the day because mm-hmm. you get to go skiing for free on your birthday. Apparently a big bear. Oh, amazing. Um, so she drove to big bear with her brother and drove back. She was the one driving too. So she was exhausted. Mm-hmm. Her brother knew it was happening and she was like, Ugh, I, I don't, she wanted to like cancel on the friends, but her brother was like, no, like they, you know, you should go. And yeah. she's like, okay. And so she goes over, she's basically in sweats and they're all acting kind of weird and they haven't mm. prepared any food. And they're like, we actually thought it'd be fun to go out. And she's like, uh, I don't want to go out. Can we just like order takeout or something? Oh, she's like, no. She's like, no, let's go out. And they kept mentioning this one restaurant, this one restaurant, this one restaurant. She's like, and she's like, I don't want to go. Like, if you guys want to go, go ahead. Like, right. it's my birthday. I just want to like sit. And then she finally realized, she's like, oh, no, you guys are throwing <laughs> me a surprise party, aren't you? Oh, no. And so she had to go. And <laughs> she, and it, I think Did she, she also, called him out. Yeah, she realized. I think because someone had said to her like a month or two earlier, like, should we just throw you a surprise party? And she's like, no, don't do that. Like, it was... uh, So she figured it out (laughs) and then went and... They, her friends got mad at her for not being grateful about the party and she ended up having to apologize to them so for oh, her own birthday so... party <laughs> so my god that's such a bummer this madness needs it to needs stop. to stop it really does need to stop and i feel like now that we're talking about it i'm realizing how many surprise parties i've fully enabled like yes. i've definitely I've definitely been on the other side. I don't know if I've thrown any. Oh, no. You know what? My, well, I guess I hosted it, but somebody else threw it for my old roommate. Okay. Sweetest person in the world. The day leading up to her birthday, she was fucking miserable. And she, it was so clear that she was like, well, if anyone's available, like, and and her friends were like, this is so fun. She thinks nobody knows. She thinks we all forgot. And I was like, this is fun for you because you know, it's not real. And and I'm watching her heartbreak. And I was literally like, no, no, no. Like it got to the point where I was like, well, we're, we're celebrating like you and me, like trying to be like, we're going out. Like it's going to be so much fun. And everyone's going to like want to celebrate you this week. 
week. It's just a crazy weekend. And being like, and again, she came in and she cried. And I think it was just relief. Like she was like, oh my God, I went from feeling completely miserable to feeling like, oh, thank God I have friends after all. Yeah, that's awful. It's so and it's cruel. not worth it. And I, I've been in that situation too, because I love like, celebrating people yeah. and I do like a surprise like generally surprises can be do really you? nice okay because I was gonna ask you because you specified birthday parties how do you feel about like surprise like engagement parties or things like that I mean I think surprising like if you can find a way to surprise your partner when yes. you engage oh, when you propose sure. to them that is wonderful uh-huh. like I I do think that should be a the marriage should be discussed before yes. I think it's a little crazy when people are like we never even talked about it and, Same. I and have, now I'm so surprised it's it like sure. no you guys are entering like the most important contract 100%. of your life because that almost freaks me out more than surprise birthday parties yes. because it's like fully you're asking for like a giant commitment like by the in time front of, you, in front of people like the yeah. public engagements I think oh god public engagements are my biggest fear yeah it's, it's <laughs> I mean I get it's almost not as bad if it's like a public engagement you're at a restaurant or whatever but in front of your friends and family it's sure. like it just feels like such an intimate yeah. one-on-one thing I that, completely agree I completely agree yeah. it also feels like again especially in like you know a heterosexual couple it's almost always the man who gets to mm-hmm. do all the surprising yeah so again you feel like this like crazy woman because you either like haven't had the conversation and you're either hoping to or you're putting it off because you're not ready to have it yeah. or you've like had the conversation and now you're like was he lying and again you're like yeah. was he kidding are we not gonna do this like yes. mike and i have fully had the conversation where we're like all right when we're ready to do this uh we're going together to like find a ring you these these are the months you can do it you can go rogue in the, this capacity yeah this is what i want i do not want to be in front of people i do and i'm like and this is your guidelines be well i think that's really nice though yeah. i think it's like exp- like showing explicitly what you want 100%. within parameters and Mike's like thank god yeah like, I, I want to go in prepared to do something because it like that's joyful especially for both of the us. ring that's a crazy thing to me of like a man just and this is again heterosexual yes. couples like a man picking out a a like ve- the most expensive thing anyone will probably ever o- totally. own is like a thing you wear. Yes. Um, and blindly picking it out again. It's like, he knows me so well. It's like, no, we no. are going together and being like, this yeah. is precisely what it is. Let's yes. make sure it's like actually in our budget. Let's mm-hmm. make sure that it's the conflict free thing we talked yes. about or just it, communication like, people. It's so sexy. It's so <laughs> sexy. And it's also like, yeah, the money factor is so crazy to me because it it's like, my mind. that's the biggest thing you're when you enter into a marriage you are merging your finances and so if it's like oh it was so romantic that he spent twenty thousand dollars on a ring like that could be the down payment uh, totally add to the down payment of your house or like that should be a discussion too because that expectation needs to be explicitly discussed and if you can't have a conversation about the finances of one tiny thing that's going on your hand you probably shouldn't be getting engaged to begin with and it's like (laughs) That's not his money anymore. That's your collective money. That totally. Spent. Uh, right. That's allegedly the point, right? Yes. Yeah. That makes you feel better about the fact that like one person is spending all this money and the other person's like, okay. Yeah. But I do think if you can surprise them in, within, within the confines of, yes. and within, or within reason or yeah, exactly. Within well, cause the then confines. it becomes something that you've discussed. It's like the planning party element. It's like something that you've discussed that you've talked about what you want. And there's like a little element of surprise, yeah. but for the most part, you know, it's happening, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, they're not going to go crazy with it. There's not going to be some flash mob that 
embarrasses you slash you're sad that all your friends got together to practice a dance and you weren't there yeah surprise flash mobs (laughs) oh no that sounds awful not only cruel and unusual and obviously taggy but like i would be so mad if everyone i loved got together to choreograph a dance and i was not part of it yeah that's true that (laughs) That sounds like like so much fun so much more fun where did you rehearse it like did you guys have pizza afterward beforehand oh my god and now like i'm the one who has to watch and then you don't know the dance like you can't even join in no yeah rude it's it's Um, impeccably rude i will say like i think certain surprises are nice like i love i think it's very sweet when like kids surprise their parents by coming home when they didn't think they could and stuff like that. But sometimes that's not great either. Like you say, mom, I can't come up for Thanksgiving. And then she's like crying about it for a long time. And then you're like, surprise, here I am. That's different. (laughs) The only surprises I think I like are like soldiers coming home from war. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's nice. But again, I think I would like to know my dad's coming home ahead of time. (laughs) Yeah. By the way, I just thinking about back to the engagement part. Have you seen those videos of like, women like getting arrested and men like what fake arrested yes like pulled over by a fake police (gasps) there's like viral videos now about like how far can we go and then and then all of a sudden they surprise engage to like all of a sudden she's like they're both getting arrested and then all of a sudden she she turns around she's crying and he's on his knee with a ring and they're actors that is the most horrifying thing i have ever heard in my entire life yes it's out of control that's that's crazy yeah because now you're not only like embarrassing and scaring your future fiance but you're exploiting it for viral content yes is yes. like what it's, it's like yeah and then, and then it's like the the danger aspect of it like what oh i don't know it just feels uh oh the world is it's gross cruel. It, it is a yeah. prank that it's is what prank. it is it's that a is a prank that's and you're not doing an engagement that for yourself mm-hmm. you're doing that for yourself to be like oh my god and then so that other person yourself. has to feel embarrassed and ashamed it's oh it's so gross yeah i hate pranks i hate pranks with Every ounce of my being, April Fool's Day is like the worst thing in the world and needs to be canceled. I agree with that. It's the worst. Uh, also, real quick, where are you on like surprise like gifts, like things like that? Like, are you like what, like give an example? So, like for example, I guess the the big one that you addressed was like a surprise uh, trip, something like that. Is that something that you'd be like, great, I'm on board for this, or like? It's hard because uh, me personally, yeah. I'm such a planner. Same. Like, and I think it would be very stressful to me if not not knowing not knowing my boyfriend for my last not this past birthday but the one before it was this was also a nice thing it was like we talked about that I wanted to just go away the two of us Mm -hmm. for like a night somewhere easy and he was like great let me plan it and then he planned the whole thing but then the morning of I was like no I need to know where we're going I can't I don't know how to pack. Like this is ridiculous. 100%. Sweet, sweet Mike, my darling partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we first started dating, it was like very clear to me that he loved the idea of surprising that me. That makes sense to me. And yes. it was, doesn't mm-hmm. it fully? And he's, he's like the sweetest, like so energetic. Yeah. And I was like, I can be chill with this. Like, you know, because I can tell it brings him joy. Right. Yes. Our first Valentine's day together. He was like, I really want to surprise you. Like it'll be a thing. Um, wear gym shoes. 
And I was like, weird. It's February in LA. It's like kind of cold. We're not big hikers or active people. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't really, it's after work. It's dark outside. Like what could this possibly be? So thankfully I like went against what he said and I wore a normal outfit with normal shoes and I brought gym shoes. And then we went to dinner and the surprise was that we were going to dinner and then walking to the theater and he wanted to make sure I was comfortable walking to the theater. Oh, sweet Mike. I know. And I was like, <laughs> that is so, so thoughtful because like, it was like, you know, a mile walk. Like, yeah. But, but ba- like, but babe, if not, I had gym shoes on, like at a fancy in, dinner in yes, the theater. I would have been- and I was like, that is so, so thoughtful. Yeah. But like, here's like, and he was like, oh yeah, I guess. And then I was like, now I, now he feels bad because I've like mentioned that yeah. it's crazy. And it was like such a thoughtful thing, but like, oh, uh, can't do it. He also tried one more time to surprise me. We finally had the conversation. This was the time when it fully came to a head, but he was like, for your birthday, we're going to do a weekend getaway. Um, here's a list of things to pack. And this was after the gym shoes incident. So uh-huh. I was like, look me in the eye and tell me if, if I, for going somewhere nice, like we need this. Yeah. If I'm going somewhere where I need swimming. I need this. I overpacked like crazy. Cause I was sure, like, I don't course. trust this. We get in the car two hours in. I'm like, he's not even telling me how far, how long I'm going to be in the, oh, the car Oh no, for. I hate that. So this is like crazy. I can tell at a certain point that we are lost because we keep <laughs> going. And I am like, again, trying to be like, I know he really likes doing this. So mm-hmm. like it makes me happy to see him happy. But I, so I was like trying to be chill about it. And all of a sudden he's like pulling over to ask people, There's, our GPS has stopped working. We're like pulling over and I'm like, babe, I love you. You have to tell me where we're going. Where were you going? He was taking me to San Diego to do that potato chip rock hike, which for those of you unfamiliar is a nine mile hike. We yes, have not I've researched that we hike. Have not eaten breakfast. We oh, do not no. have sunscreen. We are both in just day clothes, like oh, for the no. thing. And like, I was like, I was like, we need to turn around. There is a subway sandwich. We walked in the subway and I was like, I hate surprises. I hate surprises. I love you so much. <laughs> I, we can't do this. Like I was like, this is so nice. I really want to do this hike, but I really want to be prepared to do this hike and uh-huh. excited to do this hike. Yep. And he was like, yeah, you're so right. I am so sorry. Like this was total chaos. <laughs> but it was one of those things where I had to like come out to him as like, I, I, like, I am miserable doing yes. this. And like, I know you're trying to break me. And I mean, honestly, it's brought us significantly closer, like yeah. knowing that this is something that I want, like that I don't want. Well, and again, like, it's yeah. communication of exactly. like wants and needs. And I feel like sometimes surprises aren't most of the time are not about the other person. No, I will say I like the small amount of surprise, like for Jeremy, for his birthday one year, I, um, I got us into the magic castle. Oh, fun. And I wanted that to be a surprise. Yeah. Um, and so we like had a fun day. It was his actual birthday. And I was like, do you know where we were going tonight? Have you figured it out? He's like, no, but, but then it got to, cause magic castle is a very strict, dress code oh, right. like you have to wear a suit you <laughs> have to wear like dress shoes and so when I was telling him that he's like I don't where are you taking like he was like horrified like I don't right. want to go to like a he thought it was gonna be like the most expensive dinner totally. of all time or something and then yeah. finally I was like we're going to the magic castle yeah. <laughs> uh, and then he was like oh that's exactly what I want like yeah great. and he yes. was still excited it was still a surprise yes. but then he was able to be like oh now I know 
yes. how to dress and why. And I don't feel nervous. I don't have to fear this thing that's supposed to be for me. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Mike loves surprises, but it's such a like, like I, you know, he'll, I, he's pretty vocal about what he likes and what he wants. So he's like a little easier in terms of like events. Like he's yeah. the first one to be like, these tickets are on sale and I'll be like, okay, don't get them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, then he can like sort of pretend to be surprised. Yeah. And like, it's uh-huh. like the fake surprise of like, I was hoping it was this, I kind of knew it was this. And now you've confirmed that it's this, Yeah, which is like fine. It's so bizarre. Why are we doing this? I don't know. It's Why crazy. Why are any of us doing this? It's wild. Surprises don't keep it spicy. Communication keeps it spicy. Yes. That's the last Absolutely. thing I'll say. <laughs> Oh my God. About that. Yeah. I think we really, I think you're really on to something. I feel like we need to start confronting our friends who are like trying to throw surprise parties for their loved ones. I think so. Oh, I, one very minor point that I want to, wanted to address was, um, the other thing that you're doing to your, your partner's friends is you're forcing them to come to a party, not just on time, but early. So true. And if you don't, you ruin it yeah and (laughs) you also have to like there's all these parameters like you have to park far away so that they don't recognize your car (laughs) is a big LA problem so like you're asking people to come early to a party and park far away (laughs) all for this like one and then also like which is in LA the craziest thing you can ask of anyone and being on time is hard enough (laughs) and there's nothing weirder than like the pre-surprise part of a surprise party where everyone's just kind of like eating chips and being like are they coming or like and hiding for like 10 minutes yeah. it's like they're gonna be here any second now and then like it's 10 like, minutes oh, wait, later he texted, you're like uh he's not here yet oh i didn't see oh my god yeah sorry guys the lights have been off we've all been silent <laughs> for 15 minutes on I your bad yeah. knees <laughs> next to like your friend's co-worker who <laughs> yeah. you really like didn't need to have this intimate moment with no <laughs> Bad knees really is a thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when over, over, over 30, you know, crouching is not that easy. No, a hundred percent. Also, this just reminded me last one, a friend of mine, uh, oh, I'm, I'm a monster in this story, but that's okay. Oh, great. Uh, a friend of mine was having a surprise 30th birthday last year. And her parents were throwing it and it was in Newport. And the plan was that we were all going to get there early and we were going to like hang on the boat and like be in the marina. Mm-hmm. And I was like, great. Drove down, parked far away, got there on time. Uh, we surprised her. She was like a little bit horrified, but like, you know, seeming seemed to be grateful. But then we were all brought on this boat where then we all found out together that we weren't just cruising the marina. We were going to be taken out into the ocean for upward of five hours on oh one of the choppiest days of the year. <gasps> Half of this, my dear friend, half of her family is like, are like huge sailors. Like her family, like lived on a boat, like they're boat people. The other half of us are puking off the side. A friend of mine looks at me and just goes, I've dissociated. Like she was just gone. Like Mm -hmm. that was completely it. Like I was like trying to be a good sport because I was like, it's your birthday. I I hate boats. I hate boats. I would have like brought Dramamine if I was was just fully unprepared for this. And finally I snapped and I was like, hi, I'm so sorry um i see that there's a lifeboat can somebody please take me home on it oh my god and i made her mother dr- drive me home on a lifeboat because i was like i die otherwise like well, i die here it doesn't get better i have been seasick many times oh, and once it, once you cross over yes. there's no return until you are on on land on land it is it is the, it was the most brutal i was like this is cra- i'm being held captive yeah. i was asking how far the swim would be to land like i was like maybe i <laughs> Uh, I was once, once went to Hawaii, sorry to my friend who didn't, um, yeah. 
and I went on this like it was a snorkeling uh sailing excursion uh-huh. it was but it was a big boat I was like it's gonna be fine and me and my friend both got seasick my friend worse than me and I I we had paid a lot of money for this thing and I was like I would pay double that amount just for someone to get me to the shore but it was just like there's no way it was awful that is truly yeah it's it's i was like i will swim and then i will uber however far it takes yes no money is a cost at this point in my life i will go bankrupt to get off this boat yeah and being held hostage by your body you know exactly that's exactly what it is um i think you've done a very very wonderful job of dying on this hill how are you feeling i feel both alive and dead perfect yeah that is the Mm -hmm. best way to feel Uh, do you have any closing statements that you'd like to say to people out there thinking about throwing surprise parties for their loved ones or enemies perhaps because that's what it seems like we're really i mean i guess all i'll say is I am like you. Yeah. I want to delight and celebrate yes. my friends and loved ones. Totally. And you think it's going to be different for you, but I promise you it will not be. <laughs> That's all. I mm-hmm. claps all around for yeah, that yeah. one. I uh, fully agree. Uh, and with that, I'd love to read you your eulogy. Oh my gosh. Thank, thank you so much. <laughs> We've gathered here today to say goodbye to Melissa Hunter, who died on the hill of surprise parties are a terrible idea. Melissa is survived by her many projects, including the Santa Clarita Diet, available on Netflix, and her darling cat, Dorian Gray. Uh, you can follow Melissa's legacy on Instagram at Melissa Hunter and on Twitter at Melissa FTW. Melissa, we are so grateful for your time today and for sacrificing your life for such a noble cause. May you rest in peace somewhere where everything is planned and surprise parties are not a thing. R.I.P. Thank you so much. Hey guys, thank you for listening to today's episode of Hills I'd Die On. If you're enjoying the podcast, feel free to rate it on Apple Podcasts and leave a comment letting me know what you like most. You can also reach out to me on Twitter at ByTaylorCox. I am always happy to hear thoughts or feelings or compliments or, of course, any hills you guys might be willing to die on yourselves. Thanks again for listening and hope to see you next week. Thank <laughs> you.